Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome back to another episode of the Effortless Swimming Podcast. I've got another guest on today, someone who started working with fairly recently uh, to help improve his swimming, and uh, he's gone from around 205 pace per 100 and down to the low 140s. And uh, he sent me an email last week and I said, I'd love to get you on to a podcast, chat about what you've changed over the last couple of months to to see where that improvement has come from. Because I know a lot of the swimmers and the triathletes that listen to this podcast, that watch our YouTube channel, they are around about that two-minute pace when they first start. And I think breaking that two-minute barrier is one of the, the first things that a lot of people look to do. So, Felipe, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you, Brenton. It's a very nice pleasure to be here. And I was so happy to to have our improvements. I had to email you and congratulate you. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to tell good things because the program is incredible and I want more people to hear about it. I appreciate appreciate that very much. And I mean, <laughs> all the all the coaching in the world doesn't do anything unless the, the swimmer themselves actually does the work. So I'll put that right right back on you because uh, you've oh, obviously done you. some things very well to uh, to make such a good improvement in a short amount of time. So when you first started, I guess when you first came across effortless swimming and the stuff that we do, what were you? What was your your swimming like before you started with us? So uh, I I always been an athlete actually. Uh, I love to run. My father is a ultra marathoner. Uh, he runs a hundred k's, hundred sixty k's. He loves it. And, and he, he still does. Yeah, he's uh, sixty three. It was his birthday <laughs> yesterday, actually. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and um, and he loves to do this stuff. And I start to run because of him. So all my life I've been running. I've been. Uh, playing American football, soccer, wrestling. I love to do sports, but I never been a swimmer. So during the pandemics, uh, like most people, uh, happened to most people, uh, I got very fat. I gained a lot of weight. I gained uh, almost 35 kilos. I was with uh, 103 kilos. So uh, I wanted to lose that weight. And I had a knee problem. I couldn't run too much. I love to run, but I couldn't run too much. And because of my weight, I couldn't run even like five minutes because my knee would start to hurt. So I had to start doing another things to start to uh, get back on running. So I started biking and uh, it was very nice. And I really appreciated the, 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 the time that I biked and I lost some weight. But uh, I felt that I needed more. And right next to my house, there was a gym that had uh, swimming. So my wife, she used to be a very good swimmer and she stopped because of all the our business and the pandemic. And she said, oh, why don't we go back to uh, swimming? So you can uh, start swimming. I love to swimming. You can swim with me. You get motivated. We lose weight together. I said, okay, good. And I tell you, I didn't like swimming. I hated swimming <laughs> uh, because swimming lacks something that uh, other sports don't. Uh, it's not natural for most people. It's different than running because when you run, you uh, you say, oh, I want to get faster. Just move your leg faster. You know, you want to bike faster. You just move your, you just put more power in your legs. But if you say, oh, I want to swim faster. Sometimes you 
you swing your arms very fast and you go nowhere. You actually swing slower. So I was getting very frustrated, but I still, I still went uh, with her and I started to do triathlons because uh, I kind of, I, I was losing weight. I could back, could go back to running, but swimming was also something that, oh, I have to swim. I have to swim because triathlons have swimming, but I wasn't seeing much improvement. Uh, so we hired a coach here uh, to do private lessons because me and my wife, we live in a small city here in Brazil, very small city. And we didn't have coaches uh, right on the side of the pool. And we hired a coach, it was very expensive. And we thought, oh, okay, so she will help me uh, get faster. She will improve my technique. And what I saw was that uh, the coach didn't help much. Uh, she was, she, she fixed some of my technique. She, uh, had some drills, some training, but it was very superficial. And so I started to look at videos on YouTube to see how I could improve my swimming because I wasn't really happy. And I, and I, and I realized that there was a lot of things that I could have done that was much easier than what was being taught to me that would improve my swim. So I, I came across your channel. And I start to learn about the catch and how to position myself in the water. And this changed a lot. It was much easier to need to understand how to swim. And that thing that I said earlier, uh, because swimming doesn't have, and it's not natural, started to feel natural because I understand how to swim, how to move my arms under the water, something that most of the coaches, they don't do. They just tell you, oh, you have to swing like that and do like that, but they never tell you what to do and what to fix and how to fix or why you do this, why you do that. And when I start to practice what you said, it was like night and day. And so uh, I had to fire this coach and we start to work out uh, just just with the lessons, with the videos and also the the the, the workouts that my coach, my triathlon coach used to send me. But the improvement wasn't that great also. I was swimming like 205, two, two, uh, per 100 meters. So my wife said, oh, look, uh, this guy, Brenton, he has this five-day uh, catch challenge. I said, ah, oh, I don't know, man. Five days, what, what, what will help? Uh, I don't believe much because I've been swimming for like four months, five months, and... I've been trying and nothing helps. How, how comes, uh, how come a five day challenge, a five day catch challenge will help me? But I mean, it's not something that I would waste a lot of time or money. It was just five days and it was, I, I don't even remember the price was so cheap. So I said, okay, let's try. And it was really, really cool because the first lesson you taught something really, really, really nice. That is the entry. Because that's something that I had, I had a lot of, lot of, lots of uh, problems before, because I never knew how to do the proper entry. And they was, they were like, always telling me, oh, you have to do it like this, have to do it like this. <laughs> I said, okay, well, what is this? How do I do this? So you, you thought, no, you have to do, do a, with the tip of your fingers and push forward and you hear a noise. When you hear the noise. That's when you th see that it's, you're doing the right and you see the bubbles come out. 
So uh, it was very easy to understand what should I do and how should I uh, not do and what was I had to do right. And it was, it was incredible. Uh, this first day that we practiced, I could see that my time was a little faster. Of course, it's not easy to see like one, two seconds, but I could see that I was swimming faster. So I got really excited because it was so easy to to put the 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 lesson on uh, on the swimming or in practice so uh okay let's finish this and right after the 5 days i could see that my times have dropped for like 5 10 seconds per 100 meters so it was really nice and then i went to the membership where you do the video analysis and then uh, and i thought to myself what wow, I don't know if this will change much. I, I cannot believe that one video analysis will change a lot. And I was swimming 100, uh, 155, 150 during this time. And then you do the analysis. And right after the analysis, something you told me, and I was swimming 145 right in the next session. So <laughs> it was really incredible. Can, can you remember what that was? Yes, because my head was like this. I was swimming like this, uh, the, the, too deep, uh, very, too far under, too deep. Yeah, and my shoulders was rotating a lot, so this was, was creating a drag. And just it, it, it was incredible to see. I, I, I'm telling you because right after I put my head up, I could see that I was swimming so much faster. I mean, I could feel I was swimming so much faster, and and also my shoulders. So it was really a, an easy adjustment that if you didn't tell me, I would do this for months and months and months and months without somebody to tell me, oh, mm. this was is wrong. And how much time would I waste? How much uh, uh, would I waste trying to train properly and do the workouts and don't see the easy results? Because this is easy results. It's results that you can change like this, you know? Of course, you have to someone to tell you to do the analysis, but uh, how much time would I waste if I didn't have this proper uh, analysis? So I was really happy to 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 have you uh, see my video and, and taught me how to do well and to put in practices and it it working. That's uh, it's great to hear. And I mean, what you're talking about there is so if in there's sort of two levels of membership is we've got the stroke analysis membership where people send videos every week or two and i work with them one-on-one -on -one. uh and then we've got just we've got our general video membership which is what you're a part of and each month i do a a members call yes. where people will send in their videos and i'll i'll analyze them and i'll give them one or two things just to, to focus on um like what you had there with with head position and i had a i had a, a swimmer on the weekend who was he he had trouble with his hips and legs sinking. And so the cue that he thought was, well, head, it's all about head position. So he was swimming with his head about 30 centimeters underneath the water. So he was really, really deep. He was basically swimming underwater. Uh, and then we got him to change it, said, look, you don't need to go that far down with your yes. head to bring your legs up. It's one factor, but there's a lot of other things that contribute to good body position. And so then we just got him to change it. So the top of his head was still out of the water. He was looking slightly forwards not straight down slightly forwards and his body position was exactly the same he was still you know, horizontal there uh but it's a much easier position to be in rather than trying to swim underneath the water so sometimes there's cues that people will pick up from coaches or videos and they can take it 
a little bit too far. So without that yes. guidance, they're like, uh, you know, they might be doing the thing that they're told to do, but they might be doing it too much or might not be, you know, com- completely there. So uh, I think that's what, you know, that's why it's good to be able to get that sort of feedback from uh, from someone who you know knows whether or not you're you're doing the right thing because there's just so much to think about in swimming that it's very easy to either not know what you're doing wrong or not know what the right thing to to do is just like your your entry uh, because you know there's a, there's a bit going on when you come over the top of the water and um, but as you mentioned if you enter fingertips first your elbows up and then you just reach out in front and straighten the arm you'll often hear the elbows slap down a little bit and uh, if you are in a very quiet place you listen to a good swimmer you'll hear that elbow just slapping down now it doesn't mean you need to have this big splash every time you don't want that yes. but you will hear that elbow slap so it's a good cue that you've actually entered in the right the right position so you mentioned with the first coach you started working with that the changes were superficial so by that do you mean as in more like visually it might make your stroke look better but it didn't lead to faster times is that have i got that right mm-hmm. What what happened is that uh, I move a lot by feedback, and I understand that your uh, tech, your coaching uh, teaches how to listen to your body properly or feel the water properly. So what usually she would tell me was, "Oh, don't cross your arm like that. Don't cross your arm in front of your head." And I said, "Okay, I won't cross my arm." So uh, I was trying to to swim, and I was crossing my arm and. This was like for weeks and she was, oh, you're crossing your arm, you're crossing your arm, you're crossing your arm. I said, okay, how, how can I improve that? And you told me something that uh, really clicked on me. And he said, oh, think that you are swimming on rails, that you're moving through rails. So I said, oh, that's really nice. That's really easy to understand and to, to memorize and to put in practice because you said, oh, don't swing your arms so okay so should i go here should i go here should i go here when you said oh swing like you're swimming on rails it's easy to understand and you say oh uh listen to to the water uh splashing it's something that you can understand and you see oh i'm i'm doing wrong i'm doing right or i'm doing wrong and also with the other drills because uh, sometimes the the coaches tell you oh uh Oh, your head is too deep, or it's too, 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 uh, too. You're it's too close to to your body, or anything, just like me. Uh, and sometimes you don't know. Okay, so what should I do? Oh, just move your head upwards. But how upwards? How much? So uh, because you can see in your videos that uh, you show the proper position and what to look for when you do these kinds of things. Uh, it's much easier to understand and to put in practice, you know. Uh, when you say, oh, uh, so let's prepare for the catch, this phase of the catch. Okay, so you do the drill where you feel the water hitting your hands and, and how you should feel about the water hitting your arms. So this prepares you. You you feel the feedback from your body and, and can put that in practice. It's different than said, oh, just do like this with your arms. And because the coach sometimes is not inside the pool, he won't tell you, oh, you're doing this right or you're doing this wrong. And, and this is what happened with my wife because she's been a swimmer for like five years and she never heard of the catch properly. She never done the catch properly because all the coaches were told, oh, you have to put your elbow upwards. 
you have to swing your elbow upwards. Okay, so what else? Okay, just put your elbow upwards and yeah. that that will help. But it's it's not that it's not just that. It's a lot of things that come before and come after. And so this helped a lot to understand why, to understand how and to uh in the better thing is to uh, see how your body or the water responds to what you're doing. So this changes everything. It's much easier to put in practice than just, oh, don't cross your arms, you know? Yeah, that's the, and I've, I've um, yeah, I've experienced that too. And I had, again, some swimmers on the weekend at, at some clinics we were running. And one of the swimmers was saying, a coach would say, you're dropping your elbow, you're dropping your elbow. It's like, I don't even know what that means. Like, like yeah. I don't know what, what, what you're really talking about and, and what I should be doing in, instead. So it's all, it's all well and good to point out what someone's doing wrong in their stroke. But if you don't give them the way to, to fix it, you don't explain it properly on what they actually need to, to do and then how they can start to retrain that, that movement. It's like, well, there's no point really sort of pointing it out. So, uh, yeah, then that's, that's something that I've tried to do with, with the coaching and, and explain it in a way where you can actually understand why you do it, what you should actually do, and then how it should how it should feel. Because swimming is very much a feeling sort of sport. Uh, there's a there's a lot going on, and uh, if you if you know how it should should feel, and and know that when you do make some changes, that it won't necessarily feel better straight away, uh, because it might be different than what you've done, and sometimes different feels awkward and uncomfortable, which is is often the case. Uh, then you then you'll be willing to put up with that awkward feeling for a couple of weeks until it starts to become natural so yeah i think that's a really important part that sometimes gets gets missed uh, when people are, are being coached this podcast is brought to you by our sponsor form goggles form combines the world's smartest goggles real-time metrics and guided workouts to make swimming fun it's the game-changing membership that's redefining swimming form smart swim goggles feature a transparent display that shows your time distance and pace as you swim and with the monthly or annual memberships, you get a huge library of guided workouts that give you workout instructions and tips as you swim for an incredible workout. The form goggles are very much like what a Garmin does, but it's right in your goggles. So that display of time, pace, and distance is something that I really love. So for the majority of the workouts that I do, I'll wear my form goggles because that way I can hit the exact speed and pace that I want to hit. So every time I do a turn, It'll tell me what my speed was for that turn and it will tell me my cumulative time. So if we've ever got any sets that we need to hit a certain pace or we need to progressively get quicker, then I know exactly whether I'm on track or falling behind. So that's one of the main reasons that I love the form goggles and use them nearly every swim that I do. I have a lot of clients as well that use these in the open water to tell them what their pace is because it can be a really hard thing to gauge when you go open water, but the form swim goggles will tell you what your pace is when you're swimming open water, which is a really beneficial thing to do, especially if you find it difficult to not go out too fast or to sustain the same speed across a 1K or 2K swim. The other thing I really like about the form goggles is that the form swim app, it breaks down everything about your session. So for a lot of sessions, I'll look back and see what was my stroke rate? What was my stroke count for certain parts of the main set? And with that feedback, you can see your progression over time. So as you get fitter, as your technique improves, you can see those things getting better. So I, I really like to have a detailed analysis of each swim that I'm doing, especially as we can see those improvements. And when you purchase your form swim goggles, you can save 15 US dollars off the purchase price by using our coupon code EFFORTLESS on checkout, 
or go to formswim.com forward slash effortless. That's formswim.com forward slash effortless. All right, back to the podcast. So um, so now uh, you had a race on the weekend and you said yes. you, I think, was, is that your first, your first win in, uh, in your age group for triathlon? Yes, this was my first, uh, first, uh, first place in my age group. So I had a PR on, uh, this is me because people don't see, <laughs> I had a PR on the swing, uh, for a sprint triathlon. My, my, uh, best time was 16 minutes. So I could, uh, reach, uh, 20, uh, 12 minutes and 15 seconds this time. So I was really happy. And this 16, uh, minutes was like four months ago. So it's a really yeah, big wow. improvement. Yeah. And, and this changed just right after uh, I started to do the lessons and start to practice what you, you, you teach. And, and I mean, the, the evolution is incredible. I was, I was telling my wife be, before the race. I was on the coral with the others, uh, competitors. And there was a guy that used to run with me and he was very, very fast. And, 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 and I always, always the, the time that I was running with him, I was very scared when he was doing uh, with me because I knew that I, I would have to put a lot of work to catch him. And I knew that he was a very good triathlete and a very good swimmer. So, and I said, oh, okay, here we go again. <laughs> I will suffer to catch this guy either on the bike or the, the run because I know that I won't be able to catch him on the swing because I've been swimming for so little time and I don't know if I'm a, I'm a good swimmer. I don't know how much I have improved. So uh, we went to the swim and it was an open water swing on the ocean. It was really nice. Uh, but then you don't see much during the, water, during the open water swim. It's everybody and the waves and the sun. You cannot see much. But when we were getting up to, to take off our wetsuits and run for the transition, I, was, I saw the guy right on the, my side. And I said, <laughs> wow, I really have improved a lot because it's not usual. This guy you used to swim when he, he was a kid, he was a child. So uh, for me, it, it was really impressive because... All I hear from people that other triathletes, oh, when you start to swim, when you are old, it's much harder. Oh, you won't be able to catch people that have been swimming since they were kids. Or uh, these guys, you have to swim for many years to be in the front of the pack. But I mean, I, I don't think that's true. I, uh, I think that people sometimes they don't have uh, the right uh, coaching or the right teaching, or they sometimes focus on uh, things that, are not uh, like time, they won't improve your time so much in, in, in this space. So uh, I was very happy to, to see my improvement. I was very happy to see this guy. And also uh, some, something that I always focus on is to spend as little time on my training and, and, and do these little hacks. Of course, they are not hacks, but some, some things to pick up speed very easily, like if you can use a triathlon bike to a time trial bike to to bike your triathlon it's easier than using a road bike if you have uh, carbon shoes for your running you should lose your carbon shoes so i i can tell you that your coaching was like carbon shoes for the <laughs> swimming because so <laughs> much has website. improved carbon shoes yeah. for your swimming <laughs> yeah it's it's really it was really something that was amazing i, I could not believe it 
That's fantastic. And uh, speaking before the call, you also mentioned that you you hadn't really done one before, but you you did just recently, like at an all out hundred just to see what you could get down to. And you yes. said you were down to a, a one twenty two. Yes, I did. Uh, right before the, the call, I, I wanted to see how much have I, I have improved because my fastest time was, uh, like one thirty two something like two months ago. And I don't practice too much, a hundred sets. Uh, but this last Friday, uh, my coach sent me a hundred sets, uh, five, uh, 100 set and my last one was 122 so i was very 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 happy <laughs> that's great it's, it's yeah. funny that we had a, another guest on uh matthew tones and um similar sort of uh progression to you i think when he started from memory he might have been about a 210 and then he did a he did a you know, all out hundred just to see where he's at. And he was also one twenty two. So uh, oh, maybe good. you and Matthew can be in competition with each other across the world. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's uh that's that's terrific and a and a huge improvement. So what uh before we finish up, what 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 does your swimming feel like now compared to four or five months ago? Like what do you feel in the water? Oh the the first thing is is I feel like I am not hating swimming anymore. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big win. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the huge win because I was dreading so much to go sw to swim because I mean it's hard when you progress in the, the running when you start running like you start to run 1 kilometer the next week you're running 2 the next week you're running 3 and swimming is not like that. It, it actually, it wasn't like that because now I can see that I can improve a lot. I can, uh, my technique is so, uh, has improved a lot that, uh, my, my body can perform much better and I can improve my times just, just by improving my, my stamina, my endurance. So, uh, this, this changed a lot. I feel like confident that I am doing the right thing inside the water, not something that, oh, I think it's right. I think that's how you do it. Now I know that, okay, for me to swim fast, I have to have a good entry and then do the catch and pull and leave the water. And I know how to position my body. I know how to uh, see um, if my breathing is right, uh, how should I breathe? So these uh, kinds of things, uh, they they help a lot because you don't, feel like you're just there in the water doing something that sometimes you know, you don't know if it's the right thing or if it's improving or if it's getting worse because that's how I felt in the beginning. Okay, is my stroke right? Uh, how, how do I know that my my body position is okay? So this helps a lot and, and uh, it helps to, to see that I'm, I'm improving and, and, and I feel that that's something that, uh, rewards you. It's, it's very nice to go out in the, the pool and see that you improve at least one second. And so, uh, this, this was, uh, the thing that I liked the most of this, this program. We've got another members call coming up today where you've sent in another video. So I'll, uh, yeah. have a look and see what would the, the next one or two things, things be for you to, to improve. And you know, okay. I think a, a great aim would be looking to get under or around you know, that that 130 mark would be a huge you know, a really big result and i think you've got a half ironman coming up in september from memory. september yes so my, um, my goal was to swim 140 but i'm swimming 142 now so <laughs> maybe i can move up my goal let's see yeah let's see that'd be that'd be a good challenge well um i i think come 
come September after race, it'd be great to um, to have you on the podcast and, and see okay. how you've gone. So no pressure leading into September, but <laughs> it'd be yeah, great to see to see it how was, you've gone. It and, would be a pleasure, of course. To um to continue to follow the story. So Felipe, I appreciate you being on the podcast and thanks very much for putting your trust in in myself and the coaching to um to make you a, a better swimmer. And it's it's awesome to see that that you've been able to do that because I, I just love working with people who you know, who are open to changing and, uh, and they, they get those results. So thanks very much. And, uh, yeah, appreciate being on the podcast. Uh, thank you, Brenton. Just like I told you, it's, I love to, uh, give people back what, what they, they deserve and you deserve a lot. Uh, I, I, I feel that there's a lot of people that may be watching this podcast that are on the fence. How should I try his tech, his coaching, should I try this? Should I try that? And I say, man, you just try it because the lessons are so short and they have so much improvement. They, they help you a lot and you, you feel much better. If you hate swimming, just like I did, if you're a triathlete <laughs> struggling to catch people on the water. I mean, I was that triathlete, uh, four or five months ago and, and now I cannot believe how the results I'm getting. So. That's why I, I, I sent you an email just to, uh, to send my, uh, my, 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 my best emotions to, to, to thank you because it, it really is incredible. Uh, I was hearing people said, Oh, you're never gonna be a good swimmer if you don't swing four times a week, uh, four uh, kilometers every session and doing for three years. And no, it's, it's, it's not like that. Of course, this helps, but. There's something that you can do that will help you much more. Yeah, technique is is a big one. Well, I think a good uh, a, a good aim would be to uh, beat your your running friend out of the water um, and having <laughs> trying to catch on the bike. That's uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. a, a good aim. So uh, thanks again, Felipe. I appreciate you uh, you being on the podcast. Thank you, Renton. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.